This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about metabolism. We're going to start by talking about deforestation, where we're at in the midst of climate change, as well as if being single actually has a benefit. Then we're going to talk about metabolism. Why does it slow down as you age? What exactly is it? And how can you maybe play with how yours works in your body? Oh, what did we learn this week? Oh, man. So... The rates of deforestation technically have slowed. Oh, that's good. Like, okay, positive since, news. Since twenty, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Since twenty twenty one, like the beginning of twenty twenty one, they've like compared to twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one was better. Okay, I mean, like that's yeah, that's like a bit of a win. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, is it just a one off? Yeah, and you it's also I mean? that it's slowed. It doesn't mean that it's still happening. And also, that was still like the year of the pandemic. Oh, well, 2021, I guess, was, like, a little bit... No, it was actually due to, um, like, honestly, like, COP26 things that people have signed. Like, it was, it wasn't anything to do with, like, supply and demand. Okay, it was about legislation that was influencing it. Yeah, and, but it does fall short of what people, like, countries have committed for, which was the annual 10% cut of the cutting. Literally 10% (laughs) cut needed of deforestation. Sorry, oh my god, I just burped. Ew. Are you okay? To burp on a podcast. It's revolting. You need to move the mic away from your mouth when you do that. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So essentially, it's like, okay, fine. It decreased than those other years, but it didn't decrease by enough. And then, yeah, just like really the reason that we're cutting down these trees, which we can't be doing, is for beef. Truly for fossil fuels. That's crazy. Yeah, for fossil. So when we hear like... Yeah, like areas are being clear cut. It's just for farmland. For the most part, it's for beef specifically and for fossil fuels, for trying to find oil, for trying to find natural Mm. gas and for timber. So it's like at least timber. You're like, okay, well, it's getting like used. But then you know, yeah, but it's just like it's one of those things where I'm like, we need (laughs) it's like obviously the best form of carbon capture on this planet is trees yeah and to be cutting it down in general is awful but then to remember to be cutting it down for fossil fuel production Mm -hmm. is like so menacing and even for beef you know what i mean like just we can do better is all i'm trying to say but like at least it was a little better than 2018 2020 that's where we're at we need to do more okay 
What'd you learn? Um, well, mine is about like the present and the future as well. It's about being single because being single is on the rise, particularly huh. in Western countries. Huh. Um, and well, you know, surveys and research on this show that even though some people are single because they like perhaps can't find a partner or haven't been able to, a lot of people are also like want to be single. And so the study was hmm. investigating like what what is it about it? that's making more people desire being single than previously. Interesting. Um, so the part of what they were saying is like, this kind of contradicts the evolutionary theory that people sh are motivated towards long-term relationships yeah. because they, you know, quote unquote, help your genes get passed down, which yeah. is like a human quote unquote nature thing. But as gay, it's like, okay, well that obviously doesn't explain everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, out of a list of 84 possible advantages, they like studied all these people and got them to fill out these surveys and analyze them. The top three things that came out of being single, the top three advantages were number one, more time for myself. Whoa. Ain't that the truth? Number two, I can focus on my goals. Yep. And number three, no one dictates my actions. Yeah, I mean, that is what being in a relationship is. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any of those You don't things. really end up focusing on your goals as much. Your actions are definitely dictated for you, and there's yeah. less time for thine self. I know. I was like, should we be single for a bit? Um, I think we have tried that a little <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, um, being gay and, you know. Well, it is just what? like, no matter what, though, <laughs> even like, it's just like if you have a partner, Obviously, there's trade-offs. There's a compromise. You get a lot out of it, but then it is like even even looking at our dog, like having a dog, having anything else oh. in your life, you have to make time for. Well, it. I even just think about like I don't know, like you're just so exhausting. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, it's little things like when I'm alone at home and like dinner time comes, like I know what it's like. Everything's so easy. Like it's so weird. The amount of time that goes into like my dinner for myself is so much less than when it's the two of us and we Agreed. hum and hum. Yeah. What are we gonna make? And then I'm like, well, why don't you make it? Yeah, like, it's like there's this weird about like one plus one somehow makes more mess than two or yeah. like more convolutions. Yeah, than because two. all of a sudden I'm like, wait. If you make dinner, I can clean the basement. But like, uh, you've you literally <laughs> never said that in your life. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. But like, you know what I mean? Like, there's always that. There's that like some so sort of funny. like, there's sometimes like you make, I'm sorry, take the dog. Like we have that weird yes. sort of like, you do this, I do that. And it like it feels prolongs like, yeah. your decision making when really, if I was alone, I would you walk the dog and make it. dinner quicker than both of those. Kind yeah, of. it's true. And you just have more like the, it's not even for me about the autonomy, but in that cooking example, it is like when I'm by myself, I just make a big meal that can last a couple of days. I don't have to like worry about consulting you. Don't have to worry what you're feeling yeah. like if you'd rather like go out or eat out or whatever. And then yeah. it's changing my, what I'm going to do. Like, whoa, being single, namaste. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. And did you know this, that kids say slay? No, never heard that word in my life. What? what? They say what? Like slay. Never heard that. I'm obviously oh, making a joke. Oh my God. I was like, gay I mean, panic I, is what I'm having. Did, did I know that literally the word that's always said on the internet and that like oh. right culture created is yeah. said? No, but yes. okay. We were like recently I filmed these Slay. girls doing a TikTok. It was so cute. There was like five of them. Then I was like, oh, can you take a photo of me and my friends? And they all just were like, slay, slay. Like, but they were like 14. And the way that they said it was so funny. They'd be like, slay, slay. It was almost like, like, the, it's like lost man. meaning. <laughs> and then, yeah, I've, I've just noticed like, it's made its way down to like kids. Wow, even Gen Alpha? Yeah. <laughs> Gen Alpha saying Your little slay. nephews just like slay. First word, slay. <laughs> On that note. Let's go. I'm okay. so excited. I love metabolism. Okay. <laughs>
This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from reaching your goals? For example, I'm addicted to my phone. I'm always on my freaking phone. And through therapy, I started to learn that it's a self-soothing exercise. And if I can just think of it as that, I can start to understand why I'm doing it and figure out ways to curve my phone addiction. Here at Side Note, you know we're obsessed with therapy, so we are obsessed with BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide with a broad range of expertise available. Not only can you schedule weekly phone or video sessions, you know, you don't have to sit in the waiting room, you don't have to travel, commute, things like that. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, which is really important. Sometimes you have to really figure out who your therapeutic match is going to be. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off your first month and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10% off your first month. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Metabolism is so fascinating, so cool. I think everyone has kind of an opinion about it. Like, what? Like, I have a fast one? Yeah, like people are always like, oh, I've got such a fast metabolism. Or, like, my metabolism slow. Like, after you hit 30, people say your metabolism, like, stops. So I'm just interested to. And I, ooh, t- but it does. Does it? Not necessarily right at 30, <laughs> but it slows as you age. Sure, sure, sure. Well, well, I have some extra research, more modern research on that. We're going to investigate. Whoa, okay. Well, mine was that it did, so maybe I'm lying. No, no, you're not lying. You're not lying. It's okay. just like more nuance. Our bodies require a lot of calories to keep going. You know that your brain consumes one-fifth of your calorie intake, even though it's one-fiftieth of your body weight. Wow. Which is kind of cool, because when I think about my metabolism... I always like you don't think about think my about muscles brain. and my heart yeah. and my like oxygen and CO2 release. But it's like, oh, my tiny gelatin like brain thing, thing yeah. is one fifth of my calories. That is wild. Humans are so smart. We're so smart and we're so amazing. And honestly, okay, so how would you define metabolism? Okay, I would say a gener- generic or general description of metabolism is the calorie burning your body does naturally yeah that obviously changes based on your movement patterns but it's kind of like the baseline like without you working out or without you running around all day like what is your body gonna burn just to like function okay but is it metabolism yeah no that that is fair and i think that is what i also think but from a biological standpoint when people say what the definition of life is Okay. Metabolism is one of them. Having a metabolism. Okay. Right? So it's like 
it's kind of also just a biochemical process that all living things have. Right. I think because even like at its most basic, it truly is about taking energy from the sun and utilizing it as a living form. Right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Because it's like, it's all just about how your body, but also any living thing. Yeah, I think if you strip it down yeah. and go into the micro, because by it is even just microorganisms, like the way energy is being transferred yeah. or created or broken in, in, yeah. inside of a body. Yeah, which I think is so is why also I think metabolism is so fascinating mm. is that it as a concept is what separates all living things from like a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I'm sure at some level you could argue the way that a rock interacts with its environment and it's being worn down by wind and water and stuff. It's like, I'm not saying this is metabolism, I'm just thinking philosophically about how everything does change and break down. Even though rocks don't have metabolism, yeah. they do change over time. Okay, you're Bjork. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like I think, but that's what I mean. Metabolism does, I think, have a biological definition in the sense that... Yeah, and I think colloquially in the way that people yeah. refer to it is more about like the, what your body does when you're not trying to do more with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when we're talking about basal me- metabolic rate mm-hmm. in people, when people are saying, oh, I have a high metabolism, they're trying to say my body, even without trying, burns a lot of calories. And so people who have high metabolisms, quote unquote, will often feel like I can eat anything and I like, don't gain weight because I have like a really fast metabolism that breaks things down and uses a lot of energy is kind of the way people yeah. talk about it who are not necessarily trying to describe like a scientifically accurate way. Yeah. Hummingbirds have the fastest metabolism. Oh, really? Um, And it's why, like, if you think about how our metabolism is essentially, like, if you think about it, breaking down your food starts in your mouth, right? Like, you have saliva, which starts to break down starch Mm -hmm. in your mouth. If you didn't know that, that's such a good um, biology grade 11 fact. Grade 9. Maybe it was 11. Grade (laughs) 9. When it's like, you have amylase in your saliva, which breaks down starch. But truly, from the second food enters your mouth, it is being broken down through your gut, through all the acid, through your intestines to eventually get in your body to the form of glucose. Mm. And that's why hummingbirds who have the fastest metabolism, you give them literally pure glucose and water. Cause it's like, Cause they, they that's it what they need. So it's like, give me it. Whereas accessible. we have like all this breakdown that happens on our GI tract to get the glucose eventually into our bloodstream. Mm. But it's like something like a hummingbird with the fast metabolism. It's like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> and that's why you give them sugar water. It, hummingbirds are, wild hot take they're um, so incredible well like also hot take they're wild is there such a thing as a can you trap a hummingbird like do people don't even say that because some sick fuck definitely <laughs> has um but just being like how do you flap so fast hummingbird heartbeat who's this and instant the wings make me fly you give me that hummingbird and heartbeat is it demi lovato uh no, but close. No, but close. I forget. Pop girly, like Pop Girlina, currently in Vegas. Okay, let me see Britney if I can do. Spears. No, let me see if I can do it like a better. Katy Perry. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, to give me that hummingbird heartbeat. I thought. Yeah. No, okay. Got it. Because your heart flutters. Yeah. Hummingbirds are absolutely uh, incredible. And because yeah, uh, like they flat. I wonder if their hearts go really fast too. Probably. They are. No. Yeah. That, that, that's why the song's about it. It's one of the uh, fastest heartbeats in the world. Fastest metabolisms too. They're wild. Oh my God. But anyways, um, yeah, we also part of for humans 
metabolism is the glucose that we eventually absorb in our bloodstream and what we do with it. That's sorry. What do you think? Sorry. That's our metabolism. What, how right, okay. our body deals with the glucose, breaking it down for the energy that you then huh. use. There's an interesting, and I'm not totally sure this like correlates directly to metabolism. Is it a side note? <laughs> well, it's related because it's about exercise and I've been saying I have like, maybe this video has come out by the time this podcast come out. Um, but, and I didn't put this in the video, so <laughs> this is a true tidbit for everyone. Whoa. But it was like in certain ways when they try to put people on, um, you know when you just like know something but you I, now I can't articulate it and I don't know it at all but it, it was some wow, way wow someone that has the, a podcast <laughs> I want to figure that <laughs> no, out I should have read it before I came here this is so long I might feel like I'm melting all of a sudden <laughs> um, it was about how the body often compensates for small life changes so huh. when people exercise like m- like your basal metabolic rate yeah is such that if you don't do enough activity, like a lot of people like their legs will bounce and they're two little things with their body. Mm. Cause your body is like doing stuff. But oh, if, if you're somebody who then works out a bunch, your body will like not do as much because oh. it, it's like fine. It knows oh, that's like, interesting. Right. Is that, yeah. did that make sense? It made sense. Yes. I'm trying to think of the bigger picture in which I read that, but it was interesting to realize sometimes when they implement, um, like exercise regimes or health strategies like that, for people, the, they the, realize like, the body just compensates uh-huh. and that, just making people exercise more doesn't necessarily like sometimes your body then is like, okay, I'm going to do less work now because I've got, I've used up that energy. Wow. Whereas people who are sitting around may have more like fidgety behavior and that kind of stuff can actually burn a lot more. That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it like, for me, it kind of makes sense in that like I am like a fidgeter, but when I, 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 I actually have never thought about that, but I'm excited to think about if I fidget less when you're like high on a day that I've gone to the gym. Like, yeah, or or like you're like walking all day. Like that's like, like, like yeah. kind of interesting. I know. I feel like I used to be a knee bopper, like you know when you're, like knees bounce, but yeah. I I feel like since starting to work out more consistently, I, the I feel bop, like the I knee bopping not as much. But that then I've always just thought it's because I'm older and I've like don't have as much energy. But it might be both. Yeah. Wow. That, no, I, I'm that's that's cool. That does make sense. So. Yeah, the Krebs cycle we mentioned earlier, we're obviously not going to explain. Imagine it. we were like, so part one. Yeah, part it's actually a four-hour podcast where we're just going to verbally talk about the entire Krebs cycle. Well, but okay, one thing that the Krebs cycle made me think of was this quote, and I found it, and it's kind of cool, which is that life is nothing but an electron looking for rest. And I was like, oh, that's wow. so interesting because. All the Krebs cycle is doing is taking photons from the sun, the energy from photons from the sun, which are then going into chlorophyll, mm-hmm. which then go through, you know, the, like like the chain of reactions to build up something like starch. So it's like using the energy to build something up. Mm-hmm. And then our metabolism and any animal's metabolism really is just taking that plant, like whether it's eating it directly or through the cow that ate it. Hopefully not the cow. We need to stop deforestation. <laughs> But a cow's a good example because everyone can picture a cow that's eaten a shit ton of grass right. and turned that energy into like its flesh. Yeah, usable energy for the body and yeah. or to stored energy for yeah. the body. That we eventually get to the process of our metabolism is when we start to break that down for our energy. Right. And what it is real, all the energy is coming from is just the atoms in that food and the stored energy of atoms and electrons. And then really it's just like the electrons going into your body. And then the Krebs cycle is where they start to, that's the electron transfer of to those NADHs. This might sound like gibberish, but if you know what we're talking about, which many people will, it's like the NADHs and they're like, you like add them up. 
then it goes <laughs> it literally just those it goes to then the proton pump where it pumps all right. the protons to create the thing in the mitochondria where electrons are trying to get to rest and that's how you create atp which is the full power of your body yeah so it's... life is just actually electrons looking for rest in the entropy of our world it's that's absolutely disturbing in a great way yeah it's like is it okay this is why science is the coolest thing in the world because you get to learn about life not like just opinions on a goddamn just... english book wow okay i just like lost my mind which is also just photons trying to be at rest Ultimately. what art everything side note okay we're talking about art no <laughs> kidding, um, no it's just fascinating to is, think yeah. about that scientists know what this level of detail okay because this is the, which is probably also is shit ultimately we know. so little amount of detail and the actuality but then the question is know. is there actual and actually an actuality okay no mitch i actually because like, there was a physics it. breakthrough that just got the Nobel prize that blew my mind i was watching a video explaining it this morning and it's about they proved the universe isn't real <laughs> okay so this is a side note no you need to write that down for a separate episode okay because i want one thing i want to say is that i is that that this is actually known. The Krebs cycle and electron transport chains and oh, ATP. I know. It's, it's no. sorry, I'm like, it's big enough that we there's no other I thought you were almost saying, like, do we even know? It's like, no, no, I wasn't. Do. I was saying it's unbelievable that we yeah. know that. But then I was thinking there's probably smaller and more intricate and ways like when we're talking about physics like and we're quantum. talking about how these things at different sides of the universe can be like simultaneously interacting with each other. Like there's so many levels of science we don't understand. I am saying yeah. we understand. Oh, sorry, that part. I know. And this is the yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is like which blows my mind. Yeah. And then I just sorry, my side note thought okay, was to go. Was like, There's um, so much we don't know. I thought y'all were like questioning the goddamn no, electron no, transport chain. I'm like, if there's one thing we know, <laughs> it's how the freaking mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Um, yeah, no, I think it's unbelievable. It's amazing. It's the best part of science. I was going to do that physics thing for my boy Julian this week, but it was over my head, and I need to learn more about it. And we can talk about it another time. When it comes to metabolism, shall I talk a little bit about what yeah. happens to the ages or do you have anything else? About no, keep going. We'll go back and forth. I could talk forever about this. Okay. Because, you know, we all have a personal opinion on like, do you think you have a high metabolism? Okay. Do you think you have a high metabolism? <laughs> You're so annoying. Um, I just, I just, I'm asked so you. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, I already, sometimes, okay. Sometimes during this podcast, we're like, we need to think about how to do TikToks. I was literally just trying to hate you so much. I gave you eyes and you were like, but you're annoying. I already teed you up. I know, but you didn't in a TikTok way. Let me try one more time. <laughs> Wait, okay. Okay. This is inside this is us trying to make a TikTok. And he's like, okay. Greg's looking at the camera. Like, okay. <laughs> Stop laughing because it has to be. Okay. Do you think that you have a fast metabolism? Um, I don't know. Like, imagine reaction. No, come on, keep going. No, Let's not, do it. Let's no, do it. No, because I, I not. This is not interesting. Do you think? No. Okay. Now I actually want to. I now actually want to. Okay. Ask me for real. Okay. And I'm gonna pretend we're not putting this on the internet. Okay. <laughs> do you think you have a fast metabolism? I don't know. I think it's pretty average, to be honest. Do you think yours is fast? I always thought mine was fast, but then sometimes I look around and think, no. <laughs> I feel that yours feels fast because you radiate so much heat all the time. Whoa, someone's saying I'm literally hot. No, like even when your your extremities are cold, and maybe this is like no, I have, a medical condition. I know, it's like Raynaud's. But, oh, is it actually? Well, me and my friend like to say that we have But Raynaud's. then does that make your body so warm? Yeah. Because like you don't, it's like you are always so warm internally. I know, and then my extremities are so cold. My lips are blue. 
And I also <laughs> feel like you use so much water. Like we could drink the same amount. I pee so much more. I feel like you naturally need more food than I do. Like you're always eating. Well, I'm bigger, babe. <laughs> yeah, you are taller. Oh, thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But no, like I do. That's what I mean. I kind of think I have a fast one. But then there is just one of those scale things. And you meet someone who you can just know does have a faster one. Like it's just like I don't like as my life goes but on. But that's what I kind of have a hard time believing because it's you can't just blanket statement someone as yeah. a certain kind of metabolism like there's so many yeah. life factors it's just because somebody eats a lot and is skinny like they probably have other factors in their life that are impacting that yeah. i'm not no, saying a high metabolism like can't be part yeah. of that but i think the range of what a metabolism does for your body i don't actually know the answer to this but i imagine it's probably more narrow than people realize yeah it really is kind of worthless to say you have a faster slow metabolism although some people you can have hypothyroidism oh of course there's actual metal conditions yeah, yeah. in which but, case you would be like, I do have a slower. So I, and I have some evidence to show that it's not as big of a deal breaker by looking at what happens. Okay. Through yeah, the yeah. years. So I'm going to go through what happens to your metabolism through the years and when it quote unquote drops off or not. Okay. So a lot of people think it's often touted that 30 years old is where your metabolism shifts. And we do know from studies we've talked about 34, a lot of hormonal changes happen in your body yeah. around that age. Um, but it turns out your highest metabolism. When do you think it is? Ooh, like puberty. Okay, a lot of people think that. Wait, no, then I'm, <laughs> damn it. Dummy. No, I'm joking. Um, so your highest metabolism is actually when you're like young, like a baby. Like your body oh. has such energy needs. It's like growing so much. Okay, okay, fine. By your first birthday, babies burn calories 50% faster for their body size than wow. an adult. That makes total sense. Because it's so relative to their body. Yeah, and well. when I watch my baby nephew eat, I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> it's so much food. It's endless. Yeah. And, and they just, like, because the, all they can do is grow. Like grow, yeah. It's totally. like at that age, you just put it into getting like taller and bigger. Oh it's like, God. you don't even have to worry about, once you get to a certain age, you stop growing taller. You're like, you can only grow a different way, you know? This is a bit of a side note, but the puberty thing is because that's like when I start to have conscious memories of like dummying mm -hmm. boxes and boxes of Chips Ahoy cookies <laughs> while watching like Will and Grace. And just like not thinking about it, you but know what you, I mean? I mean, yeah. like, and being you probably like, were like really active though, and in oh, thinking about sure. your brain yeah. consuming so totally. many calories, like you're in school, yeah, you're, in you're school, having you're learning. so many experiences. I also, you're was going to be with so gym class, so I always did gym class. <laughs> That's so not embarrassing actually, but I'm it scares me. No, no, what I think is embarrassing when someone that I didn't do gym. <laughs> no, like when there's a yeah, like there's an option in high school where you get to run around in circles and pretty much get an A. Like, sorry, they're not gonna like. <laughs> You know, like the only time you not ever Not everyone get gets an A, Greg. Okay, but like it's not that hard to impress your gym teacher because they're dumb. Kidding. Oh no. My God. There's a lot of overlap <laughs> between science and gym teachers. I take that back. Kinesiology majors, where are you at? But, <laughs> but I do feel like I couldn't, like I was, my passions were science and art, but I couldn't fathom like literally giving up the opportunity for like a free gym membership and it being a credit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was always like, of I was course. just so scared of it. It's so scary. Oh, scared of it. As and gay. As gay. Yeah. yeah. It's like pretty scary, spooky. Um, I don't know how I had that in me to like not worry about that. I only came out in grade 12. Like in grade 11, I was like, yeah, boys, excited to wrestle you. Not for <laughs> any other reason. Yeah. Even in like grade school and stuff, I there were some activities like during track like i liked to run i didn't love like there's just certain sports that maybe it was like group sports i felt more insecure about, about. know what gym class never forced to do football 
Like it's gym oh, true, class yeah. is like actually at least in my school it was like badminton. I was like, yeah, I'm actually gonna win. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my badminton story? Side note. Oh, here we go. Okay, so listen. Oh, to let this. me guess. Champion. Listen to the this school board. <laughs> this is actually a really good public service announcement about why marijuana is bad, even though it is <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world. So, picture this: grade twelve. It's the badminton unit. So yeah, I'm slaying, as the kids say. <laughs> so you're like 16, 17? Yeah, 16, 17. You know, the eye-hand coordination on this guy is pretty good. <laughs> At so, the top of the class. Especially when we're in a racket sport. But then we have to throw a ball. I ain't catching it. <laughs> so there's the two hottest jocks in our school. If you're listening, yeah, that's you, Dusty and Michael Bates. <laughs> And I actually hope they're listening because it's like, yeah, you guys are so hot. So then, <laughs> are they still? No, you can't. Um, um, it doesn't uh, matter. Moving on. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like people who are like hot, it's like, yeah, you're set I for life. I feel the opposite. There's a lot of people peak in high school and I've looked back sometimes. Wow. But to me, it's also like the bullies. And I'm like, yes, I'm so oh, happy. Oh, these ones ugly. weren't bullies. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, hot, they were nice friends with the bullies, hot. but they're like, yeah. They Lesson were, to be learned. If yes. you're listening and you're young and you're hot and you turn into a bully, you will be ugly, ugly. when you're older. Literally it actually changes. That's so true. It changes And if you're hot, just like due to statistics, you are more likely to be around the bullies. It's just mm-hmm. sadly how the world works. You need to not let them poison your mind. Be nice, hot. Be dusty and, then and Mike old Bates. gay will like you. Yes. Still. So anyways, we're doing the badminton unit. We're killing it. And it's like round robin. We're making it to the top. And tr- truly the two jocks versus me and my friend <laughs> Brian is what it comes down to. But because of the way timing went, the badminton unit was like ending. And the next day we were starting like volleyball or something. So then that happened to be the day of 420, <laughs> which is famously when people smoke marijuana. And it was the first time I decided to get stoned at school. Never do this. Okay. Show up to gym class thinking we're starting volleyball. And they're like, no, it's before we start, we have to do the <laughs> final game of the hot jocks versus you and your friend. And I was like, wait, what? It's like the first time I've ever walked into the high school stoned. I'm freaking out. I walk in. Everyone's like looking at me. They're kind of like sitting down around the court. Like waiting I'm like, for the what's game? happening? What is happening? And they're like, you have to face off. We lost. We didn't get one point. I remember them serving and the birdie coming over, hitting the ground and me like literally swinging like after and then like <laughs> laughing and then slowly almost having to look at everyone and even the teacher and be like, I'm stoned. Like, Cause it's like, I can't, oh like I couldn't like not let Explain people know. So then now happening. the teacher's like sadly knows and he's just watching us get to 21 while these two stone guys giggle and these other two jocks, just no like joke, destroy like them. destroy us. And I'm like, we actually were good. It was awful. I was so sad. I would never, Deep down, ever go back and I'm do that again. I'm just like imagining that actually you were never that good. And this is your coping, <laughs> you and Ryan's coping mechanism to realize like everyone Mitch, was so bad. And there was, just, and, and let me finish. <laughs> there was two straight, good athletic guys and they had to face you. And the only way you could take the loss was to be like, I'm so oh, stoned. Oh my God. That is so freaking rude. You have no, I, you've seen no, me you smash are, a birdie yeah, in your yeah, face, bud. Actually, not really, but I've seen you do ping pong and tennis really well, so I can only assume. You can only badminton. imagine what I can do with You the love birdie. a racket. I you love a racket. <laughs> including making a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, okay, now, so that was a side note. If we didn't give you a little hook before about the metabolism, here we are 10 <laughs> minutes later to explain the rest. Sorry, puberty, high school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yes, that's where we left off. So, it is true, as you said, that metabolism slows. It says about 3% each year until your te- 20s. 
but then it levels off to a new normal. So a lot of people think that in your mid twenties and into your thirties, it it like drops off. And in fact, a lot of people think in your early twenties is when it's at its peak, right? Like that's when Mm, we're still like in university eating Mr. Noodle or like ramen every single day at craft dinner. (laughs) Speak for your literal self. Um, (laughs) So that people's metabolisms are the most stable in their lives between 20 to 50. Again, contradicting. Yeah. So of course it is a little lower and it does up until 20 decrease, but then between 20 and 30, your metabolism stays pretty much the same. And that's when a lot of people think it decreases the most. Um, It doesn't really start to decline again until around the sixties and it's only gradual around 0.7% a year. But it is true, like a person who's in their 90s needs 26% less calories every day than someone in midlife. So like, yes, it does change. When you're elderly, like you don't need as much food because your metabolism is slower. Um, But that brings up a big question. Why do so many people feel like their metabolism changes in midlife? Like a lot of people feel like, oh, when I hit 40 or when I had kids, like my metabolism went way worse i either gained a lot of weight or just my body changed so there's an actual study that recently just looked at this they followed five thousand people it's from the american heart association um and they found basically the age-related weight gain has almost nothing to do with metabolism and it's almost all to do with movement patterns so people Uh just actually become less Less active without realizing it but they keep the same diet and so as a result Mm -hmm. like they end up even if it's minor in a minor calorie surplus over decades can add up to like a big change and to, you know what I mean? That's so comforting because it kind of makes you. I feel like when you think about how people are all like, "Oh my metabolism," yeah, it doesn't feel dooms. You kind of have you're a little kind of like, "Well, I have no control over yeah. this or whatever." Which, which also you don't because like, yeah, of it's course, all genetic and, and there's and so everyone's many things body you don't have is to. different. Yeah, and, but it's like control over your control as your baseline humanity. Yeah, and a lot of and the nice thing, even this study looked at, there was no difference in activity for people who like did intense bouts of concentrated activity like fitness or gym sessions versus people who did little bits at a time or low energy, like walking. So it's not like in these years you have to be like running and going to the gym. It was like, no, it's just about moving, walking, simple activities, cleaning your house. The more movement you did, the less likely you were to experience this like quote unquote perceived metabolism change. Yeah. Ooh, Um, that's interesting. I thought that was really interesting. It, yeah, on the one hand can help bust myths. Of course, there's so many other factors that come into life. As people age, injuries are more likely. Inflammation, um, disease. Yeah, disability. Like there are lots of different things that yeah. can change people's bodies. But the idea of metabolism, it's just kind of feels empowering to be like, okay, you're not like, it's not this death sentence to your body that your metabolism just turns off. Okay, so then there's some, another really cool thing about the metabolism. <laughs> Literally obsessed. I'm going as metabolism Halloween next year. Um, <laughs> just like the Krebs cycle and like NADHs and like ele- imagine like trying to get the electron pump in there. Imagine trying to get the oh my god, go on forever. It's like a long cardboard. It's just line. like five people in a row. Oh my god, like, in a row. Oh, that's cute. That's honestly. We got to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where one of us is like the electron. Oh my god, or like passing the electron through <laughs> you. Like everyone would just be like, "Hey, we got it." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you guys like science? Okay, that's weird. And at that point, you're like, "Wow, I just did an intense science project." <laughs> yeah. But okay, so you know how when you know how again, this is a little relying on people either understanding this, if not, just like what we're saying is true and it's crazy. But the way your body breaks down glucose in in the metabolism of your body changes when there's oxygen mm-hmm. involved and when there's not. Vis-a-vis aerobic versus 
anaerobic respiration yeah 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 Yeah, respiration yeah exactly anaerobic has an n so you remember not the one with negative not accident (laughs) so when that the examples they use is sometimes when you're doing extreme exercise your body will actually have not have enough oxygen because you're not breathing enough based on how much energy and metabolism is happening like Krebs cycle literally Mm -hmm. that then there goes there's a process of fermentation it's a way that your body panics and starts to try and get the energy out without oxygen which they say is often like correlated with lactic acid right yes. so a burning sen- oh i just spit in the pan. a burning sensation when you're doing like long term like yeah. uh, cardio it's is literally your body changing modes yeah. to get the energy it needs so the metabolism in your body is changing because oxygen and uh, not enough oxygen is available physically available biologically in your body so they started to look at cancer cells and realize that for some reason they act as if they're starved for oxygen even when oxygen is present like through like they're going through uh, basically anaerobic okay so this is the thing it's so new uh-huh. in the science that you can't Difficult really even to, like, say, it. say it's like it is what they're saying essentially is that when we look at cancer we're constantly talking about genes it's like true as you age like your cellular machinery your genes the machinery that reads your genes starts to break down mm-hmm. mutations happen this is like the way that like we're taught how yeah. cancer is created all these metabolism scientists who are so cool, wish that was my job, are looking at how, wait a second, also we need to be looking at cancer from a metabolic perspective. Mm. And that we don't know why these cancer cells are acting like there's no oxygen present, but we should start figuring it out because this could be the key to the cure. No, sorry. Cure is a strong word. Treatment for cancer, but we're so fixated on genetics. And then they were saying that like from the age of like, essentially as you age your mitochondria have wear and tear that's why you're like it's kind of separate from what you were saying but like essentially your mitochondria aren't going to work as well as you age okay yeah and and they're like obviously notice that like cancer increases as you age and they're just kind of like we have to fixate on metabolism more more to maybe find new isn't that cool wow it's like cancer is the um gravity of biology does that make sense yeah, you know when they're like we don't is, understand yeah. or it's like the unifying theory of physics this is like they're trying to yeah. unify the theory of like cancer, cancer to be like it's actually how can we bring in all these metabolism as well as genes as well as this to understand what cancer actually is so they were also saying because of how the mitochondria essentially tires it's why as you get older you can have it's harder to have bursts of explosive energy um you can gain weight and essentially, like, you end up suffering from, like, low-grade chronic inflammation. This is after, I missed what the first thing you said was. Like, this is when? What? Like, as your mitochondria essentially oh, gets okay. worse at working as you age, yeah. you end up suffering from, like, low, almost, like, low-grade inflammation. And it's just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, a little, not opposite of what you're saying, but it's, like, once you get past 50 and get to a certain age, you will have a harder time, like, having explosive energy. Like, your body oh, won't be fair. able to yeah. necessarily, like, do that in the same way. And, like, that's mm-hmm, biological. That. Yeah. And it says you will gain weight, but like, that's like, I guess you're kind of saying maybe that happens after 50. 
Yeah, and, and they, I mean, maybe the, this is maybe a big game of definitions, right? Like the way they were measuring metabolism was through yeah. like urine metabolites. Like I didn't fully mm. understand the way they did it, but it's like they, there's a gold standard way to test somebody's metabolism baseline. And this, you know, maybe yeah. actually different. Yeah, this is di- energy this is levels talking. may be different than what the baseline of the body is yeah. like breaking down and producing. This is talking about mitochondria going through wear and tear. So that's going to be a gradual thing. It's not going to be, you know what I mean? Like that's just Mm -hmm. something that you can only understand as you age is Mm -hmm. going to happen. And the result of that could be more involved with cancer than we've ever thought. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Cool. Oh I, I love when fields of science like cross pollinate. Like yeah. it is the coolest thing when a, like a physicist can work with a biochemist or something like that, or yeah. a neuroscientist can realize the problem to a brain disease is actually physics. You know, it's about like the way our neurons are firing and light and impulses and stuff. Like it's just cool yeah. when the cross disciplinary oh. things come to play. Oh, I'm so, people are so smart. Um, but yeah, don't, don't, don't fixate. I think on your metabolism too much. Like if you are worried about health and stuff, it's not, I think it's just take yeah. care of yourself. Know as what best it also can. is. It's like, like, let's stop even thinking about metabolism as that, like gaining weight. It's like, let's think about it as the cruel ass, literal physical mm-hmm. thing it is. And just start getting obsessed that your body can do it any in general. Yeah. It's so cool. And like, I take you know what? food and that make energy. You could do it. I think there's an interesting thing that a lot of like people everyone? do. Like, yeah. Like we disown those parts. Like that's not, yeah, because we don't have to think about it. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's actually all you. of us. Yeah. It's the most you thing they ever could be. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Literally. It's just fascinating that it's like your body does that, but that is you. I feel like the, it's almost like you could philosophically like argue that you is the moment that electron is ripped from the plant and mm. given to you. You know what I mean? Like wow. what is you? It's like that is it. It's just the energy, that moment of energy wow. transfer. That's my blank. That's you. <laughs> I start crying. That's you. <laughs> and it's also crazy. Different episode, but that there's trillions of bacteria that are like, who are doing also it you. For us In fact, and more are you. you, but also like more really you. aren't you. You know what I mean? But to have taken over yes. you. Which is really cool. And why aren't they you? They are you. They are extensions. Yeah, sorry, you. they are you. But biologically, we, that are is not to bring up Alan Watts again. And I know we're going to end this episode any minute now, but it's like, a lot of what he talks about is why do we feel so separate from the world where lots of other cultures and philosophies are like, no, it's an extension <laughs> of us. Like, why do we feel like our body stops at our skin? Oh my God. I'm literally like, welcome to side note. I'm like, it's capitalism <laughs> <laughs> because I'm actually like, it's true because capitalist structures have forced us away from like literally our bodies in nature. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, want to know what is the menacing thing that makes us forget? Capitalism, literally, yeah, that like might be wealth, one of the causes for hoarding sure. buildings. It's like I'm just, you know, been listening to the Bjork podcast, so I'm like, we oh, all need to just good. go into nature right now and stop talking and listen to birds. Uh, but we did watch that show alone, and sometimes nature can be devastating and cruel and awful as well. You know, <laughs> sorry, I like haven't experienced that in my life because it's like so funny because I've never so forced lucky. myself. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm actually gonna go home no, to my air conditioning. No, beautiful, but, but it's like very. It can be very against you. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but that I'm saying like weird. that is from like a History Channel shows perspective. Yeah. I'm saying in my life, I've like yeah. never felt my that because I'm so privileged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've because I've only ever had full safety. So yeah. I'm just saying. I, I don't know if that's true because I'm just like we are watching a history reality show with intense music. Fair. And then most, a lot of the time they are actually being like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You know what I mean? But they're trying to make, hook That's you true. and they're like, there's a boar coming. The and they're stakes. like, this yeah. is real. There's nothing harder than this place. It'll really set you straight and kill you. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
We love you all so much. Um, be proud Whoa. and aware of your metabolism. Greg throwing out love. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Oh, whoa, you're not feeling good. Ending on a cough? Oh, God, after saying First I feel the burp good. and then a cough. Okay, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Burf. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.